everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and we're going to be introducing a very special interview today. They are a band, Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves, and it's such a pleasure to have you guys on, so thanks for making it out. This is uh, Antoine Wolf and Christian Wolf. I'm the Angel Mary, and we're Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves, and we're excited to be here with you. Awesome. Yes, it is such an exciting time to have you on. And so I guess where to start out with it is how did the band begin? Tell me about the inspiration behind it and just what you guys are all about. Um, yeah, well, yeah, me and Angel Mary started learning to play our instruments at a very young age. Uh, Antoine Wolf, our father, had bought us some instruments for fun, and we started taking it serious, you know, trying to play, you know, along with him. And I think this is something that was always meant to be. We were always kind of messing around with songs. But, you know, a few years ago, we decided to put these songs together, really take it serious, and basically start a family business and doing what we love, which is music, and that's what we've been doing. That's awesome. And, you know, looking at where you are now and then also what your life was like beforehand, how can you compare the two? I think now the difference is uh, it's it's real. I, I'd say back then when we were playing, it's more everyone goes through garage band stages and learning the business and, and how it all works. And now it just feels like we're actually living towards our dreams and doing it. I mean, if I would have ever thought in a million years that uh, John Cash's son, John Carter Cash, would produce us and say, hey, yeah, you guys can do false and prison blues, I would have never believed it. That's so awesome, and it is great to live out your dreams and, you know, reach for that. So I do commend you for that 110%. And just another question, because I know you said that this is like a family band, and that's one of the interesting facts about you guys. Um, Would you say that you grew up with music, so it's just something that was kind of like an inclination and a natural talent? Uh, Yes, I would think so. This is Antoine Wolf. you know I mean? I got a guitar at, like, maybe 10 years old, 9 years old, just started playing, and I always had a dream to, to uh, you know, be in music. But as life goes on, you know, you, you get married, you have, you have children, but what's great is that this family has been around music. Even my dad, you know, looked back, he, he even recorded something years ago, and so I just kind of run through the family, and now we're actually doing it together, and it's really cool. I mean, it's quite amazing, so we're having a blast. That's great. So how would you guys describe your music? I would say it's an, a mix between a Johnny Cash, a Leonard Skinner, and uh, probably a Reba with Miranda Lambert kind of feel. But we also throw some crew in there, too, Molly Cruz. So you're going to get a good mixture of music right there. It is definitely some rocking country, and I would say it's the new cutting-edge sound that's going to take over country music. <laughs> for sure that's awesome and i know i've listened to some of your music and it is so great so fun thank you you're welcome so now going into some of the band songs what would you have to say are some of your favorites um favorite songs to play or just favorite songs personally just that we like jamming i guess some of your band's favorite songs in terms of like oh. what you've created so far yeah uh, okay um I mean, Cowboy, to me, that just, that's just like such a signature song when we play that. If you want to show someone how Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves sound and what we do most different, I feel like songs like Cowboy really show it. 
there's a song that isn't released yet, but it's going to be our next single called Ramblin', and I just feel like it's one of those songs that plays through the ages, that it's, it's a timeless song, and I'm really excited about releasing that uh, to our fans, but it's not out there yet. For sure. That's always exciting. And going into, you know, creating it and the production side of it, uh, tell me about songwriting. Is it difficult? Where do you get your ideas from? And just, like, what's your personal flavor of it? Uh, this is Antoine Wolf. I think most of the songs are inspired by uh, usually real-life issues and mm-hmm. things you go through. But me as a writer on my end, I, I kind of like to take somebody else's experience that they tell me and, and put it into a song. But collectively, we, you know, we write together and somebody comes up with uh, either a chorus or an idea or a melody, and an angel will come with something, and then Christian and I will start, you know, putting it together. So it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's been kind of easy, I think, because we're family. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of flowing pretty pretty easy. We, we haven't hit any roadblocks yet writing, which is really cool. That is super awesome. And are you more so one of the types of people that like to, you know, do the tunes first or the words and then kind of match it with the melody, or how does that all work out? Because I know people have their preference. I like, I mean, I personally like writing lyrics because that's just kind of spontaneous. You know, I write them down as they come to me. Very um, cool. Yeah, I think, you know, Angel and Antoine normally just start putting music together and then we start, you know, applying the words as they, as they fit. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know, honestly, some of the stuff has actually come with melody and words at the same time every once in a while. It kind of, we've had like a different experience with that. It, it, we haven't like, we don't have like a pattern necessarily that we, follow it's kind of like a spontaneous inspiration that happens with us it seems to be awesome and so what is it like being a family trio i know you said that it's pretty cool to work together and i'm sure on the road it's a blast so it's kind of like banging your head against the wall but then kissing it after yeah <laughs> no that's that's a good way to put it i mean hey i love it i mean my brother has pretty much been my best friend my whole life so it's a lot of fun for me, and I have a cool dad. He's more the wild one, to be honest, that we have to tame half the time, like we're <laughs> babysitting him. Don't believe her. It's yeah. true. It's a babysit him, but it's fun. No, that is so awesome. And, yeah, just to share those experience with each other is just something not a lot of people can say. So the fact that you're actually doing it and you're becoming a successful band, it more so in that is just, you know, amazing beyond words. Uh, yeah, we're having a blast. You know, it's fun. We get along well on the road, too. When we're on the road, all those hours on radio tours or you're, you're getting to the show, it, you know, we, you have to get along, and, and we actually do. So it, it's, it's not a, like a chore. It's, kind of, it's a pleasure. For sure. And so what would you say is one interesting fact about your band besides being a family band? Well, uh, the band was inspired by Johnny Cash being uh, Johnny Cash in the Tennessee 2. Mm-hmm. And the song, uh, The Beast of Me, that it did, God Help the Beast of Me. And that was where the whole werewolf side came in. And the cool fact about the whole Cash factor is, uh, when we were young, Dad, you and other Oh, yeah, when, when uh, Christian and Angel Mayer were, were kids, we uh, were in, in between homes getting ready to get in another home, and Joanne Cash, which is Johnny Cash's sister, mm-hmm. uh, they invited us to stay with them while our home was getting ready. And what was really cool was the first night after we slept there, we came downstairs, and she made coffee and said, hey, how was your sleep? And we said, it was fantastic. It was comfortable. Thank you very much. And she's like, well, you, sleep, you were sleeping in Mama Cash's bed. That's where, you know, Johnny slept when he was a boy. That's where I, she slept. You know, his brother Tommy slept. 
all the cash kids slept with Mama when they had a nightmare or they were <laughs> big or whatever. And it was really kind of cool. Who knew that, you know, so many years later that we would, as Angel Mary said, would be at the cash cabin recording Folsom Prison Blues with Johnny, John Carter Cash. So, you know, it's things happen in your life sometimes, and you have no idea later on where that where that's going to lead and connect. Kind of cool. For sure. And speaking of, like, you know, how great it is and, like, all the highlights of your band, do you ever see that you find challenges or you run into challenges, whether that be with tour life, working with family, or just something musically-wise? I think, you know, you just have to be adaptable and just be okay with changes because in this fast-paced kind of industry, things are constantly changing. You know, even times you have to be somewhere and just having a positive attitude and rolling with it. I don't really view them as, you know, roadblocks or just many adjustments you make along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You, Like you said, you just adjust to it along the way. And, you know, things follow. Everything falls in place. Yeah. Awesome. So I know you were talking about tour life, and we kind of briefly got into that as well. Um, and we have about a minute before this segment is over. But if you kind of want to touch on, like, where have you been able to travel so far with your band? And what has that experience been like, seeing all these different sceneries? And, you know, the culture is always different, and it's pretty great. I think what's kind of cool is um, on the radio tour, we tours we've been on so far with the two singles, Cowboy and Folsom, we got to see a lot of small-town America little town squares that, that are dated with the architecture. It's really cool. And the old storefronts and all these little towns are all over America. And that's what makes America. Hey, I, I'm a beer connoisseur, so mm-hmm. we get to try all the different <laughs> beers and the towns and what it makes. So that's exciting. I like that. Microbrewers. Yeah, and our fans sometimes bring us different moonshines that they brew and stuff. So that's, that's exciting. I don't know. That's fun. Fun. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm sure that creates a lot of excitement for everybody. But hey, we got to go ahead and take a little bit of a break. So let's go ahead and do that. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We're back with Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves, and we're having a great interview so far. They're such a great band, uh, you know, super fun to talk to. And we were just kind of talking a little bit about, you know, the travels and what tour life is kind of like with that, the experiences that go along with it. And my next question to kind of follow up on that as well is, um, where do you see yourself going in the future, and what are the band's ultimate goals? Well, we actually world domination. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, no, I, you know we actually <laughs> we see uh, we see ourselves um, at the top of the game there within this music business. You know, uh, you watch your you know the stars you love and you've been fans of getting their you know CMA and Grammys and all that. And you know what, we're getting ours. That's great. And hey, it's possible. <laughs> you have to shoot for the stars. Yes, for sure. There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. And so I was looking on your website, too. I wanted to briefly touch on this because I think it's pretty cool. You have this music video on here, and I think it's of the Folsom Prison Blues. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. All right, yes, cool. It is. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how others can, you know, kind of check that out? Well, you can, if you Google our name, obviously, uh, Angel Mary and Tennessee Wearos, we got a lot of videos up there, but Folsom is, is really cool because it was one we got to shoot in, like, five locations, and we actually, the cave scene is actually where Jesse James hid out in the 1800s in Kentucky, and the prison was a real working prison, uh, and uh, it was just so exciting to be able to do that with some of the stars that were in it, William Lee Golden from the Oak Ridge Boys, and Rob Caggiano from Bowlby. Doug Felsch from the Headhunters and Robert Reynolds from the Mavericks. And Manuel, who's designed all this amazing clothing from John Wayne to, to Johnny Cash. So doing that and experiencing the, the video shoots really, was really cool. That's awesome. And do you guys all play instruments? Yes. Uh, this is Angel Mary. I play guitar and sing. Awesome. And uh, Antoine Wolf, I play bass and sing. Yeah, I, Christian Wolf, I play drums and sing. All right, cool. Yeah, so that's always a nice thing, you know, to have multiple people playing instruments and it, you know, gets yeah, the well, job not, done. Yeah, there's a lot of artists out there that don't, you know, that just like, you know, not, not everybody in Rascal Flats plays an instrument, you know, some of them do, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. So, but what's cool is when we write those, <laughs> that's, no, no, as, <laughs> as, we love Rascal Flats. So as, as a, I never say it, as an act, though, when we are writing, because we are, you know, we do play, it, I think it does help us form what we're doing. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That makes sense. See, I'm one of those people, no shame whatsoever, but I can play a little bit of guitar, but it's not like, you know, s- super fluent at it to the point where I'm just like, you know. What you was- know Phoebe from Friends? Do you know the Smelly Cat song? Smelly <laughs> Cat. Uh, you know I don't know. I don't song? think so. You better look up the Smelly Cat song. I bet you could play that. Phoebe from Friends. Did you not watch Friends? It was a brilliant show. No, I didn't. I didn't watch Friends, actually. Aww, I know, so disappointing. <laughs> it's a good show, it's funny. Awesome, I'll definitely look it up, though, just for you. <laughs> That's awesome, well, thanks for that. And then also, I wanted to go into the business side of things, uh, because I just want to know, what is it like breaking into the industry? I've heard that it's such a hard thing to do, and I kind of want to have your perspective on it. Yeah, it's like, you know, full-out arms race. You know, it's Red <laughs> Rover, then the werewolves ride over. You know, you're just, we don't knock on the door, we push on the door. 
I think, too, like, we've been, my dad raised us in this pretty much, and I remember him bringing uh, me to different auditions with him, and we're, we're all actors, and um, I've been in some movies and stuff, but I think just being raised in this kind of industry, the more you're in it, the, the easier it comes to you, of course. It is definitely difficult, but I think, you, like Christian said, you just have to push boundaries with it and keep at it. Because somebody out there is going to keep at it, and it might as well be you. For sure. And I know you said you guys are, like, country. And so do you feel that, like, country music is handled different than other genres, such as, like, pop, R&B, and all of them? Well, country music is a little more, you know, kind of home, tighter, homespun, and, and a little tighter type of circle, smaller circle. And, and it's, it's, it's a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it is the fastest-growing genre out there. It, you know, there's more country radio stations. People don't realize that. I think sometimes if they're, like, rock and roll listeners only or pop listeners only, they don't realize country music has more radio stations than all of those, you know, different genres. So it's a, it's a really, really well-received genre around the country. And, um, and the people are more wholesome. Like, when we opened up for John Michael Montgomery, um, he was something really cool, down-to-earth, awesome mm-hmm. dude. You know, when I think sometimes in the pop and rock scene, you know, they're untouchable. The entourage has yeah. surrounded them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. I mean, they do kind of give you that image because, you know, when the paparazzi gets around, things quote-unquote get yeah. crazy, and, you know, you just never know. Uh, and we're werewolves. We, we, we ride with the entourage, but they're cool. They're cool yeah. people, man. They're approachable. <laughs> you know, we're real. Yeah, for sure. And there is nothing wrong with that. Actually, I think people like that a lot better. Yeah. That's great, though. And, you know, speaking of different genres, and there are so many different artists, like just thousands of them, really. Who do you look up to as artists? And is there anybody in particular in the country music genre that I know you said Johnny Cash was one of them? I'd, I'd say currently with what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, we really love Eric Church. Yeah. He, he's, he's great, everything he's doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm going to name off all the classics. Yeah. All your, you know, the Waylon Jennings, all the Outlaws, David Allen Coe. You know, Chris Dawson is writing and, and where he came from, for sure. Willie Nelson, we, we like all those kind of guys. No, that is awesome. They are some great classic artists, for sure. And I know that, you know, in the country music industry, it's always changing. There's always, uh, you know, new artists, some that you named. I think Angel Mary named this, like, Miranda Lambert. You kind of see them, you know, performing their stuff at, like, the Grammys and all that, too. And then you see, like, just to bring up, like, Taylor Swift, she started out as, like, country, and then now she kind of, like, transformed her genre. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's different. It is different. Hey, you're doing good. She's doing great. She's out of control. Yeah, I think you know she just. I think it's kind of like you know self fulfillment. You know, it's not really about the money as an artist. It's about your self exploration. I, you know, she said that she exhausted country music as much as she could. So I feel she's just ready to start something new, and she's doing great at it. No, that's awesome. Country music is the new like rock and roll, and rock and roll is country. So you know, music is always evolving. Mm-hmm. That's a good point to bring up as well, too, because some people, they don't necessarily understand it. But like you said, it's about self-fulfillment. And you as an artist, sometimes you need to explore, and there's really nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, there's not. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so tell me a little bit more about, like, where country music stands in, like, record deals, radio, and touring. Well, you know, 
kind of what what's kind of cool about the country market. They it's still selling you know the most uh, hard copy CDs as well, which is really really Walmart, cool. Walmart, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, actually, country folk aren't as uh, I mean. As tech savvy, in other words, they're not all running around with their iPods. You know, they 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 a lot of them do buy CDs and stuff like that. So, so so that makes it really good for the business because once the the MP3 went out and you know everything got digital, record companies struggled because you know their big income was selling albums, you know, mm-hmm. selling CDs. So, so country still still sell CDs, which is really good for the business. Yeah, and that is great because there is people who still like to buy CDs and, you know, have that hard copy. But you're right, yeah, things go digital, and we have, like, iTunes now, and everybody's about that, so. Yeah, right. Hey, matter of fact, you know, you can get our, our, our iTunes-only releases uh, right now. Loving You just came out today, actually, Valentine's Day. Oh, awesome. Tell me a little bit more about that song. Um, it has definitely an old classic country feel. We wanted to do something that was traditional just because, like we said, country music has evolved so much and we don't want people to lose where it started from. So you're definitely going to get a Chris Christopherson, Patsy Klein feel um, to the song. Yeah, we're usually really hard-hitting, you know, because we're high energy. But, you know, there's always multiple sides to everybody. Yeah, you know, our next single coming out is Ramblin'. Um, to the radio, but, you know, we, we love our fans, and they've been, you know, messaging us and forever saying, we want more music, we want more music. So, yeah, we wanted to make it happen for them, and that's why we made Loving You available. And it's a ballad that we've been playing, and, you know, for the people that have had the chance to catch us live, they've seen that side of us, but we have fans all over the world, you know, that are across, you know, the ocean. They haven't had a chance to see us live, and this is their opportunity to hear that sound that also comes out of us. No, that's awesome, and that's such an exciting time as well to release new music, and then, of course, your fans are responding to it, so what better? They love it, and then that's why you keep producing it. But, hey, guys, we actually have to take a quick little break, so let's go ahead and do that. We'll be right back, so keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies? stars and dvd releases get ready for kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel your hosts all eight of them have been selected by kids first as film critics through a national competition each week they will preview new movies before you see them walk the red carpet with the stars and will review the latest dvds our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids perspective kids first coming attractions is heard every tuesday at 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. 
everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune into What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Tune channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves. So we're continuing our conversation and our interview, and we were just talking about, you know, where country music stands and charts of, like, record deals, radio, and touring, and then we just went off on a note about how they released uh, a new song on iTunes, and they have some iTunes releases as well, so definitely check that out. I would highly recommend it. Um, So tell me, guys, uh, what are some of your new and exciting projects coming up with the band that you can tell us about? Well, I I guess right now one thing that's exciting me, we're in the middle of uh, writing the treatment to the video for Ramblin'. Oh, perfect. And, yeah, we're we got like a we have fun when it comes to to doing videos, and this will be really exciting. It's going to be something very cool. It's going to be a little trippy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll be watching out for it. Of course, we will. But um, what would you say is your favorite experience so far that you've had with the band? The May Fest, I'd say. Um, I love when we get to meet with all of our fans and, you know, you get to meet people from different countries that love your music and dig what you do. And I appreciate them, you know, coming up to us and letting us know and just meeting them is awesome. That's great. Is there anybody that you would like to work with or to meet that you haven't already met? Well, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Steven Tyler, I would say, is one for me. I I don't know. I think it would be kind of awesome to do something with uh, Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, for sure. We like a lot of the uh, production side of the records that Jay Joyce makes. Um, he's a big producer in the you know country side of things, but he really brings out like the rock side in country artists, and he's somebody that we'd like to team up with at some point. Yeah, and Anton will find. I'd love to meet Dolly Parton. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of her. I think she's just got that amazing voice and such a talent. So uh, it's been great to see her career throughout my life and watch it, and she's she's really good. So I'd love to meet her. Absolutely. And when you said Dolly Parton, the only song that came to my mind was like Rose Garden. I think she did a cover or something with that song. Yeah. Well, she, she actually, um, uh, she's written a lot, of, a lot of hits that people only know about. She's mm-hmm. like Whitney Houston covered her song. That was oh, no hit. way. I didn't know about so, that. Always Love You, Always Love You. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that was, that was Dolly Parton had a huge hit on it. And a lot of people don't even realize that she wrote that song when wow. Whitney Houston made it. Huge hit for Whitney Houston. So that was Dolly Parton. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, I guess if we didn't know that, you just enlightened us because that that's a really interesting fact. Yeah, it is. Talented young lady. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So tell me what your shows are like. What's the audience like? How are you guys on stage? Just tell me about it. It's, it's high energy. You know, we go out there and we give 110%, and then we give one more percent. No, but, uh, we, you know, we give it all we got, and uh, we kind of just go with the flow. You know, we write out a set list because you want, you want the production side and the feel, the energy to have a, you know, a certain choreographed 
feel to it. Um, but as far as what takes place, we just do it. We feed off the energy of the fans. They feed off of us. We give them all that we got. And even after the shows, you know, we shake hands, and, you know, meet the people, take pictures, you know, hang out. No, that is a great thing to do. And do you feel that you ever get tired? Or how do you keep up with everything if not? No, I don't ever get tired. No, I don't know. I think it's because when you love what you're doing, it, like, almost gives you energy. It's like you're supposed to be doing it so you're happy. You know, when you're not doing something you love, you're exhausted and you just can't stand it and you just feel miserable. (laughs) Yeah. No, well, I've heard that that quote before, and I feel like I always mention it on my show, so my listeners are probably like, yes, we know. But it's like (laughs) when you find something that you love doing, you never work a day in your life, and I feel like that is so true and, you know, something that you you kind of brought up as well. So that's just a testimony to that as well. So how can others follow the band's journey and get to know you guys a little bit better, you know, keep up with your music, see your upcoming videos, uh, you know, shop some merchandise, or even look up some of your concerts? You can go to uh, www.tennesseewearables.com or tweet us at amtwmusic, or you can go to Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves on Facebook and amtwmusic on Instagram. And, and we run our own, our own social network, so... There's not some robot talking to you or somebody that's in, you know, <laughs> running your page in some obscure cellar, a basement. It's us, you know. So if we talk to you, if so you talk to us on Facebook, we're talking back to you. No, that's great. People like to know, like you said, it's that, that real experience getting to talk yeah. to you one-on-one, and I feel like that's what, you know, sometimes can set you apart from other people. Yeah, well, you know, the fans, I mean, you know, like our music discover us, you know, they're so important, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. that's what the opportunity to keep doing what we're doing so you know we really value them and they're real people too they have you know we get to meet some of them and get to know some of them that like repetitive concert comers or people that are always liking our music so it's kind of it's kind of fun it's cool yeah we try to write everybody back and you know early on it was easier to get back to every single person and we still do it just takes us a lot longer now and i realize at a certain level that you know there's no way an artist Day, such as Madonna could write every single person back in one day, but imagine if she wrote back just one person a day, like how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. And we always want to have that mindset that we're touchable. Yeah. And Madonna's listening, we want to tweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's a good like leeway into that. <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> So, you know, talking about people and fans and stuff like that, I'm really glad that you brought that up because, as you mentioned, you know, fans are so important and we do owe it to them, you know, to say a thank you and to really reach out to them because they love that. And what would you say is the coolest thing about meeting all of the people at your shows? Because, you know, people, they're not always the same. They're going to be different. They have different personalities. And when you find something that, like, truly loves your music, it's pretty awesome to talk to them because they're so hyped up about it. There's a guy named William wolf and he comes dressed in a wolf costume full out wolf oh my costume. gosh yeah but yeah, i mean I'm, i love it i think it's awesome and that's something different our, our mascot yeah <laughs> no that's but awesome I mean, how cool them liking your music there's nothing more rewarding in the world you know than that than someone digging what you're doing and and um you know well yeah it's just kind of like when an artist you know paints paintings you know, that may be, 
you know, so much fun for them, what they truly love, but when it comes down to it, when their exhibit opens, like, that is the part when it's just enjoyable, because other people get to see what you created, and, you know, basically partake in it. I just think that's what it comes down to. You can practice songs all day, you can write new songs all the time, but when you get to finally present it to the crowd, that's, that's when it comes to life. For sure. That's so exciting to do, I'm sure. Like, just to get that rush of adrenaline and, like you said, the excitement of it. And then it's like, yep, this is finally real. It's official. And, you know, you put it out there. That is awesome. Very cool. And speaking of some news, too, with uh, Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves, I see that Billboard magazine actually named you guys the new sound of country rock and um, to rise to the charts alongside Florida Georgia Line. How exciting was that? Oh, that was really exciting. When we uh, found out uh, shortly before the magazine was going to print that they were, you know, featuring us in in their printed magazine at Billboard, uh, that's like any artist, aspiring artist's dream to to start getting that um, recognition or getting that approval, I would say, by the industry or, you know, and that's huge. That was so exciting for me personally, Antoine. Mm Mm-hmm. No, it is exciting because, like you said, you know, major artists are on the Billboard charts and everything like that. Yeah. And the fact that they put you alongside, you know, uh, a very well-known band like Florida Georgia Line. I know a lot of people that are so into their music. It's just kind of like a good feeling, like you said. It's self-satisfying and know you're going in the right direction. Right. I, yeah, I guess that's what it is, too. Because, you know, when you're doing this, you're, you're you know, there's no roadmap to this. No one gives you, you know, you can't map quest how to, how to be a country star, performing artist, whatever. You have to just go do it. And when you're doing it, you, you, know, you don't know until you get that feedback, like you said. So then saying that we're that next wave of rocking country music coming out of Nashville, that, that's big, really big. So we thank Billboard for uh, taking a look at us. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you on the Billboard charts, of course, because they quoted it. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you will. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So, also, tell me a little bit more. I see also on, like, your news page that um, Angel Mary is a new face of John Rich's new clothing line, Redneck Riviera. Uh, yeah, Big and Rich, uh, I definitely love their music. I like them because they're rock and country, and they're, they're little out-of-the-box thinkers, little crazy, and uh, they know that I love their music. And we had met through CMA Fest, uh, you know, both of us, being there and became good friends as fans and uh, John Rich approached me and said, you know, would you be interested in modeling for my clothing line? And I was like, heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. And uh, he started this whole branding thing of Redneck Riviera. I guess it's it's an area in Florida where a lot of people uh, go to, I guess, vacation and and have a good time on the coast. So... Um, I'm honored that he asked me to do that, and uh, it's it's redneck fun, and I'm a little redneck crazy, so (laughs) it's good. (laughs) That's wonderful. And, well, I guess the end of our segment is up, but thank you so much, guys, for joining me. It's been such a pleasure to have you. You were so much fun to talk to. Definitely one of my favorite guests that I've had on my show. Thank you so much, and thank you uh, for calling us for the interview. really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we'll be watching out for you on the Billboard charts. I have no doubt. I will see you guys there. And, uh, yeah, let's definitely talk soon. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Bye, Maddie. All right. Bye, bye guys. 
All right, and with that being said, we're going to take another short little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. So... That was a great interview that we had. Definitely, like I said, one of my favorite interviews, Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves. Go ahead and check them out. I'd highly recommend it. Their music is super cool. And like I said, I have no doubt that we'll be seeing them sometime soon on the Billboard charts, as well as taking over country rock and that entire genre. So just keep an eye out for them for sure. So that's TennesseeWerewolves.com. Like I said, you got to go on. You got to check it out. Seriously, they're pretty awesome. And they're like the nicest people. I mean, how cool was that interview? So um, with that being said, I guess we can talk a little bit more about like music and bands and stuff like that. We have a little bit of time on our hands. And when I say a little bit of time, it's like this last segment. So hopefully I won't ramble on too much because, you know, once I start getting going, it's kind of hard to shut me off. Right, Bruce? Yeah. (laughs) So... I guess um, going back into like the billboard charts, I just want to like touch on that as well. That's such a big deal to, you know, be named like the next big thing for country rock by billboard. Because have you seen my, if not seen, because this is radio, duh, Maddie, listen, if you've listened to my episodes in the past, you'll know that I always go off of like those billboard charts, or I used to at least, where I'd be like, oh guys, this is the top 10, uh, you know, top 100 billboard chart artists or songs or whatever the case might have been for that time. And we'd go through it and we would do that. And that's the same billboard that I'm talking about. That's where all the major artists are. That's literally you know, the place to go when it comes for music. They're one of those industry professionals um, and companies, if you will, that just kind of host all around it. And the fact that they're just like, hey, we're giving you our seal of approval is like, that's a pretty big deal to be named that. So I just thought that that's an awesome thing to, you know, kind of relate to as well. And if you don't know what the Billboard charts was, then hopefully you'd know from my past shows. Just wanted to connect that too. As far as like bands go and stuff like that, they they definitely seem like they have a really great thing going for them. I mean, it's a family trio and you would think like, oh my gosh, this is not going to be cool because it's like my family and stuff. But you heard from them like the real testimony of it all was that 
it's kind of like beating your head up against the wall and kissing it after because that, that's exactly what unquote what they said because sometimes you, you run into not necessarily roadblocks, but maybe you can say it as like challenges. And he said that it just needs adjustment. And I feel like that's a really good lesson to learn, especially in the music industry, is that it's not just like something that's handed to you on a silver platter. And I know I've gone over this in the past too, but it takes work. And once you get there, it feels so good. And and even though maybe you have like little things here and there, maybe it requires adjustment, then that's just something that you got to do. You know, it's not an easy business at all. So I definitely commend them for, you know, making this something big. And like they said, totally living out your dreams for it. Because if you're into music and you love doing it, you got to go out there and just start doing stuff. That's it's also advice to myself too. I just got to get out there and start doing stuff because hey, and then Bruce is like, oh my gosh, like Maddie. <laughs> but anywho, he sounds just like that too, right, guys? He's been on the show before, so you know that's not true. But anyways, <laughs> it's just something, and that goes not only for music, but for really all careers in life. Whatever you want to do, are you a dancer? Okay, maybe it's that's what you want to do. Bruce is like, I'm not a dancer. Not you, Bruce, but everybody else. But if you want to be a dancer, that's cool, too. I approve. <laughs> but, you know, anything. Dancing, singing, songwriting, modeling, whatever, somewhere, whatever you want to do. Even if it's just, like, doctor. I don't know. I'm just naming stuff. Baker. There's tons of stuff. Like, the list goes on. You just got to go out there and do it. And it takes practice, too. I mean, you're not going to be perfect the very first time. And that's something that I also have to tell myself because as somebody who's like OCD on stuff, you know, I'm like, I really want this to be perfect. Like, for example, this is like off tangent, but kind of in place of this. This is just, okay, I'll just do it because you know me. So yesterday, like on my physics quiz, I was really unsure about it. And I was like, oh, hmm. He said it was one word, but I'm not really sure if um, that's the right answer because I don't necessarily remember that. And then so I was like going through it and I was doing everything, got all my formulas. They were good physics tests. That's why I said formulas, just in case you missed that. I didn't know if I said it, probably did. But then I was doing it and then finally I asked my physics teacher, I was like, is that question right? And he's like, what? Because I was like whispering. And then I went up to him and I said, if I point to this, can you just shake my head if it's right? And so I was, like, pointing to the answers, and he's like, yes, 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 yes. I was like, okay, good. I got the top part right. That's cool. But that one word was constant, not free fall. And then I was like, oh, I got one wrong on my physics quiz. And I was like, no. And he's like, you're so disappointed. And I was like, I am. But that's the thing, though. We can't always be perfect, and we kind of have to accept it. So I try to get over things like that. But, you know, it's just me being Maddie. Yeah. So you just got to keep pushing, keep going, and then trying new things. Trying new things is like a big thing, too, because if something doesn't work for you, then you got to try something different. It's literally like, I'm going to make this all academic on you guys, but it's like studying for a test. Because if you find that one method doesn't work right, then you just have to find another one. And the same thing goes like when you're out in the real world, too. If you find something isn't working for you, you just have to find another way to do it. If it's a dream of yours that you're trying to go after and you're just so passionate about it, then you're literally not going to have anything stop you from from doing that in any way, shape or form. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. Life Lessons with Maddie Rose. Just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was like a segment that I had? It's so like dramatic the way that I said that. Anyways, 
All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this interview and you had fun with me at the very end. And again, you better check out Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves. That's TennesseeWerewolves.com. You can also Google them. They have the Facebook page. And like they said, they are the puns that are personally, 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 let me just explicitly say that. They are the ones who are personally going to you and talking to you. Like they said, it's not a computer, it's not a manager or anything like that that's, you know, writing back. It is them. And they love their fans and I appreciate that so very much because I love you guys too. And you're just great and that's the reason why I have my show. So thank you too. Thought we'd get into that too. All right, well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and feature a featured song of the week. And this week, it's going to be... One of Angel Mary and the Tennessee Werewolves songs. And so, that's going to be the Folsom Prison So, here it is. much for listening to the fame game i'm your host maddie rose this show has been produced by kidstar on the voice america kids radio network i'll see you next week
Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. the Kidstar album of the month.